This is Pun Request, live from the heart of Brooklyn. Pun Request is an hour-long podcast about everything in and relating to technology with three techno experts. Eric Newman. Hi. Chris Krabowski. Hello. And Tyler Dinner. Hey there. This week's episode, Funkier Frameworks. Hello, everybody. Forgot to take my break before the theme music, and when I say hello, hello, everybody. How's it going? My name is Eric Newman, and across from me is my from another mother. The reason why I have to take Lexapro, my compatriot of code, Chris Grabowski. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. You got into a bike accident I did. Why don't you tell us about it? (laughs) So I was crossing the Lansbury Bridge. There I was, crossing the East River. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It was storming. You weren't being thrown in. It was storming, and... uh, so the wind uh, came, and uh, there's a um, what I like to call a bike Nazi in front of me, and uh, and I, I a bike Nazi. I don't like using that term Nazi, but what your motorcycle gang was fighting Nazis? <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, this is one of those guys in the bike shorts with the tight shirt and those helmets that extend further back than their head need, uh, needs to be. Ah, uh, yes, and they get drunk on their own smug. And yeah, and uh, so we had a carbon fiber bike, which means it's uh, big enough th- and light enough that the wind will just take it and whip it right up. And that's exactly what happened. It whipped up right, right from out under he him. Just whipped it right. He out face planted. And it hit you in the face. Yeah, he face planted, and wow. it, it hit my bike frame, causing the same thing to happen to my bike. Thank God I was wearing a helmet, and uh, the only thing that really happened was my chain came off. I had to walk, walk, uh, walk my bike about halfway uh, down the bridge, but all good. Wow. Well, the real tragedy is for our viewers. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, Bikers vs. Nazis is canceled for tonight. Oh, oh no. I know. I was excited, too. Bikers Let versus... me down with that stupid bicycle story. <laughs> <laughs> bicycle. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm glad you're okay. Also, hi, guys. I might as well introduce myself. Oh, that's right. That's right. Cause <laughs> it's time for... Uh... You can't talk about cool stuff without me. <laughs> I know. The drummer for the show... Tyler Dinner! Oh, yeah. How's it going? Mm. It's good. Can't Funkier complain. frameworks. It's funky. I know the frameworks. Mm. I'm used to them. <laughs> like cake by PHP? Uh, yeah, you know. It's it's, it's next to my my, uh, my favorite objective, J. Oh, objective J? <laughs> Never you know, the forget. Jewish holidays are coming up. They're rather objective. That's not a racial joke. <laughs> objective J is a real no. thing. <laughs> no, no, what would be would be aspect J. That is a horrible language. Is that a racial joke? No, that is an actual language and it's horrible. Oh, I thought you were trying to say what would actually be a racial no. joke. No, aspect. I was hoping that wouldn't be because there's no way you can make that funny. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was gonna but be if you're trying to relate it to it, that, it that alone is an insult. Offensive. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, so how have you been, Tyler? Get into any bike accidents? You know, I haven't. You haven't? I, I really. Do you have a bike? I did bike a lot the last weekend. I went Where'd you go? To, uh, I went out to Breezy Point. They have their. Uh, they have. Do you Mardi bike Gras. out to Rockaway? Um, no, I did not. But Breezy Point is a, is a small private community at the at the very furthest, the westernmost end of of Rockaway, and. Uh, 
and they're a great community. I uh, my girlfriend lives out there. I party with them um, every once in a while <laughs> during the summer. Basically, uh, it's just a bunch of uh, a lot of people live there in the summer. Not as few in the winter because it's horribly cold. Because being the right westernmost point of Rockaway, it's terribly cold, um, and all the beach, all the houses are beach houses. But it's right. uh, it's very cool. The the main roads are. Um, uh, there's a main state road that goes out there, and the private communities are all intertwined with their own small private roads. Uh, and there, a lot of them are like the size of golf cart, golf cart paths, and everyone rides bikes around there. Um, and you can get to all these, you know, tons of different types of beaches. And uh, on one side you have what they call the bay, and the other half they have the actual ocean and uh, a few different bars and restaurants that everyone hangs out in. And it's, just, it's very community-oriented. They have their own uh, – the Mardi Gras celebration is like a parade. Uh, and – and a few other events, and I'm sorry I knocked my microphone. That's okay. <laughs> um, First time you've done that, 68 shows. I think. Knocked a microphone stand. Um, but yeah, great place. Cool times. Mardi Gras is a great time, and that was my weekend. Wonderful. <laughs> nice. Who are those people? Are those people, Tyler, our wonderful studio audience who you haven't been watering because we keep them in a Tupperware container during the week and we take them out on Sundays just for us, and they are very displeased to know that we don't do the show on Sundays. Yeah, what do you mean, those people? Those people in the Tupperware container. You <laughs> those forgot people who they that were. I heard screaming. They're screaming from lack of water because you people. forget to water the audience, Tyler. Right. It's on you. Remember? You said you were going to take care of that. Christian said he what was going to set up a nest, but then... Oh, you don't have any Linux machines here, and then you guys got in an argument, and then I guess they never got watered. <laughs> but you don't think that would get, happen? They don't get water. <laughs> That's the, exactly how that would go they down. They don't get water from the nest. Nice try. Well, no, he was gonna hook into the nest and you know, just no. break into it. He does that. No, that's what I did for my parents. See, what to dispense water to them while they're stuck in the Tupperware container? No, well, they're stuck in Arizona. They need as much water as they can get. If the Do all the houses in Arizona have like a bigger version of the water thing from a hamster wheel or hamster cage? They're working it's like on it. Floor to ceiling, <laughs> just a they, tube they of have water. Their, they have their top men working on it. Top men. That's right. Well, unfortunately, what are their bottom men doing? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, so, unfortunately, I don't have any. Stories for you. Instead, I have something very sad. Oh, sweet. Yes, I know. <clears throat> because I went to a funeral in New Jersey over Labor Day weekend. And is this mafia related? No. It's the other people from New Jersey. The no. This is not mafia music at all. But uh, oh, is this going to turn into tradition? It's off of the. It's, it's from the same. It's from the same play. It's very operatic. Yes. Well, uh, no. My my uncle Jerry died, and uh, he's in Fort. Or he he lives in Fort Lee. Lived in Fort Lee with my aunt Susan. Uh, Maybe he, he haunts Fort Lee now. He got. He had double cancer, and. Uh, he outlasted the best doctors in the world, the best doc uh, cancer doctors in the world, in Sloan Kettering. They said he had two weeks to live, and that was over a year ago. And he lasted. He got out of the hospital. He was still alive. He went on hospice. He was actually still alive, so they kicked him out of hospice, and he was just living on his own with some assistance for the last many months. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. Basically playing Wolf Ferrell in Austin Powers. I'm still alive down here, but I'm really badly hurt. Wow. That is a reference that I didn't I didn't get. Anyway, got him. 
Got him. Got him. <laughs> anyway, it was really it was really sad for a variety of reasons. One of the re you know, it's because he was my closest relative to here. He's someone that I could just go see and have dinner with. You though. mean? Okay. Go In on. a way, he was your uncle. Just Leo. physically. Right. I mean, but hello, Jerry. But he hello. also like was he was all, he? I only I don't have that many aunts and uncles. You so. don't talk about them ever. No, I don't have that many. Uh, my family is a few people, and one of the pillars of them has fallen. So it's very sad. What was also very sad was that my dad constantly reinforces this negative imagery that he has about uh, in the rest of his family by doing things like running over my foot at the cemetery in the funeral. Was this your dad's brother? Yes. Ah. And my, so my dad runs over my foot while we're at the cemetery. And I start shouting at the top of my lungs, Your car's on my foot! Come on! Move the car! And he's just staring at me. Just staring at me, not moving the car. Not even beginning to turn around to put his hand in the steering wheel, just staring at me with his mouth agape. Like I'm joking. Like I'm not... Like, And, and that's what he said. He said, I thought you were joking. I'm like, who jokes? I'm 31. At a funeral, who at a, at a cemetery for not me? Why would I joke like that at this very solemn family moment? Eric, and were and, you wearing the purple blazer? Not wearing the purple blazer. Because <laughs> no, then I wouldn't have yeah. put it past him. Yeah, no, then no. I'm... But this might be 31 years of, of bad jokes coming up. He looks like a <laughs> he looks like a lesbian version of the Joker for those at home. <laughs> Why hey, it's a badass. <laughs> Oh, stop. Anyway. He looks stunning. It's funny brave. because that's not even a gay accent anymore. That's the Williamsburg accent. Anyway, moving on. It's, that was, it's an entitled accent. It, it really, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of stuff, and why don't we uh, get right into it outside of the sadness. That was, that was, pretty, that was pretty sad. You didn't tell us it was sad. Now you're acting like it's all sad. Yeah, when was the last time you went to a funeral? I, I've been to three funerals in one year. Yeah. My relatives are dropping like flies. Two on Long Island, one in New Jersey. That's not good. Well, rule of three, so you're safe. Okay. That was a Louis C.K. thing. From the show Louis, right? I mean, no. It's Why don't you say a, something inspiring? Rule of three, but now I feel a little worried you're going to force us to watch you do something. No, there was some <laughs> show where someone, Don't someone called Betty White because two other celebrities face. died. But, oh, that was 30 Rock. It was, was when, it? with Jimmy Fallon, and he tried to he tried to kill Tracy Jordan. No, the no, oh. other way around. Yeah, yeah. And he was oh, like, is okay. this a Rule of Threes thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he called Betty White. Yeah, you know, I'll dance on your I'll dance on your grave. Okay, I'm glad but, I'm not crazy. Yeah, you're not. The thing I'll just end with this. Uh, I don't know how you goyim do it at funerals, but uh, in the Jewish tradition, Gentiles for the you have you shovel. Everyone takes turns shoveling dirt onto the casket as it's in the grave. Really? And you do it with an overturned shovel. You don't. Sh so it's shoveled upside down because it's just that's part of the. I, that's that's part of the. Uh, it's got to be more difficult, right? You guys so. have to struggle. No, but it's, it's, it's because we don't really want to do it, so we're just yeah, doing a it, really bad if job. If you turn the shovel upside down and act like you don't know how to use it, you can't lift anything. It will hurt your shoulders. You know, you guys know. It won't how, be so heavy. You guys know what it's like to not want to do something, so you do a really bad job at doing it. Yeah, that's me every week. I know. <laughs> the podcast. Is that so, really? uh, yeah. 
So anyway, uh, no, so that's that's what that is. And the thing is, is that there's a very specific sound. You guys know I'm sensitive to noise. There's a, a Yanny, there's a very specific sound that it, that it, dirt makes when it hits a wooden box with a human body inside of it. And it's a very disgusting sound, and I would love to never hear it again. Anyway, moving on. It's pretty particular. It is. Oh, dear Lord. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, anyway, so getting into some fun technology stuff, it looks like... Now that we're all sunshine. Wireless carriers got busted throttling Netflix and YouTube, except for the fact that they are allowed to do so from a decision made by the Supreme Court in a ruling, I think it was either from 2007 or 2010, and I can't find it right now. But Eric swears it exists. I swear it exists. I will have it for you next week, because... The whole thing behind net neutrality was that, yes, wired carriers might have to apply the rules, but wireless carriers got to buy uh, a long time ago. So, the data backs up, and this is also something that I've complained about a long time, that Comcast throttles video services. They are doing it, even if they're not allowed to be doing it. And here's more data that, they're, that they are doing such a thing uh, from the wireless carriers. Uh, Netflix speeds were 1.77 megabits a second on T-Mobile, compared to 6.6 megabits per second uh, available to other traffic to the network at the same time. Now, Christian, do you think that just quality of service? Do you think that's actually them that, you know, T-Mobile doesn't want you watching YouTube because that's taking away from their streaming partners? That would be the net neutrality argument. What say you? I think it's actually more of a kind of like a money saving tactic on the carrier's part where they don't have to provide as much bandwidth uh, to the high bandwidth uh, um, services such as YouTube and Netflix which definitely use up uh, more bandwidth than most other How much things. does it actually cost them to do? It's just, it's electricity But at scale it's not just uh, so it's, right, not, it's not just, just it's you, not it's just electricity thousands of people. It's fiber which costs a, a fair bit it's the networking which costs a fair bit, and then you can factor in labor costs, and then there is software involved into uh, actually delivering all this. But what... I mean, why should they have to throw... If you have six megabits of bandwidth, which is still pretty low... I mean, it is T-Mobile. It's pretty bad. It is pretty bad, at least on the mobile web in this country. Uh... If, you're, if you have six megabits of bandwidth, just saying, why would they want to throttle Netflix even more? Because Unless, this way... They, they are able to provide they're able to use less bandwidth and provide just as much to their customers. They're not providing just as much your video looks like crap and, it's yes. not, and it takes forever to buffer. Yes. Running at one they're not providing just as much to one customer but to all of their customers collectively. From their perspective it's the same amount of bandwidth so but they, they, they are saving money by doing this. Is how it, it, well uh, uh, you know of course I guess it always goes back to their saving money uh, Tyler, what do you think? Uh, saving money sounds absolutely right. I'm just trying to crunch different numbers and trying to run through different ways that they could do this, but yeah, that's, that sounds correct. Honestly, like you just well, here's well, they, a here's a limit on on those on those couple of websites because those are the guys that we know are going to stream all the time, and then so but say that wait also, wait, but the other the other factors you got to consider are that there's multiple people in the house, so. Okay, so say Netflix is say Netflix and, we're and talking Hulu sell sell data. 
Okay. I mean, same thing. So, 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 yeah, yeah, so also, yeah, yeah. Also, so, one so, thing that has wait, been wait, stated is so it probably has to do with like it, everyone's on the same network. So Netflix and Hulu, those guys are eating up stuff. So then we'll limit it to this much data so that one person can watch it at high def. Great, but like two, three, four people. Okay, we gotta. We're not gonna give them that much, and then they're saving money that way because otherwise it would overcharge and. But my, my point is, is that if they have a certain pipe that can serve a certain amount of traffic to the consumers, and the, the consumers are choosing to get that traffic from video sites rather than tech sites, why does, it, why does the provider matter? Because the thing I wanted to state, which is video, is one of the most massive types of data out there. I can Yes, I, I agree. And because of that... I'm not just talking about porn. No, I'm saying in general... Video, video really. And particularly the better quality video, the... the like the more 1080p HLS. Right, oh, I'm talking oh, 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 okay, Grandpa. It's still okay, Grandpa. Everybody, HLS is the current standard for streaming. I know, but you can That's also the way you stream. You can 4K get AK is a thing. Oh, excuse me. But you're me. right. HLS is the is the new standard. Excuse me, whipper whipper snapper. I'll have you know that when I was a boy, 1080p was like holy crap. When you were a boy, you got your jollies off watching half of a, a pornographic image load. Yeah, but... I don't want to revisit junior high school Christian. Can we move on? <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> Very disgusting time. All right, the like. top half loaded first. Anyway. Um, okay. Let's, let's, uh... Pick Pick before you know whether what gender they were below. On. I don't want to talk about pickhunter.com. We're getting, we're getting, we're off I'm the rails. I'm not proud of it. We're off the rails. Yeah, it wasn't very powerful. The point is, the is that wireless carriers throttle their data, and I've been telling you that for a long time. Anyway, um, and, and as we mentioned last week, uh, or last show, uh, that Verizon was caught throttling data to the firemen who were firefighters that were fighting the uh, fires in California. So Probably on Pornhub. You know what? No, because Pornhub <laughs> actually... <laughs> they were Pornhub, actually trying to respond with their Pornhub would have done it properly, I think, because they, they are a great company. They are. They are internet heroes. They really they are. are. Yeah. Anyway. The, um, and heroes to the pandas. To the what? Pandas. Pandas? That's yeah. what I thought you said. I believe it. They have a whole thing. If you uh, film a video of you and a significant other going at it in a panda costume, uh, they will uh, donate money to pandas. Right. That just opened up a whole new door to my relationship. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's my TIL for today. Um, it's for the environment, baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Senator Orrin Hatch sent FTC Chairman Joseph Simons a letter about Google's search and digital advertising practices. It looks like things are heating up for Google stateside as they had been for the uh, from the EU previously i don't know if this is what i always say when the eu does it is just another way to get more money from an american company since that's probably most of the income that the eu makes in a given year is how much money they can find american technology companies well uh, if they're gonna be so shady then they gotta pay up somewhere but uh google also they were in a congressional a hearing this week and they didn't show up they were called to a congressional hearing sorry along with facebook and twitter um, the, uh, who is it? Charles Sandberg from Facebook and Jack Dorsey from Twitter showed up. Uh, but nobody, just an empty chair from Google. So, uh, they're not making friends the places that, in the places that count, like the White House. And I just want to mention, it doesn't Garth matter Brooks. who's in charge in the White House. It's always good to be friends with the people mm -hmm. on top. 
So especially I if you make stuff in China. <laughs> well, especially if you're a, a multi-billion-dollar internet cornerstone. Oh yeah, like definitely. Google. You need to be friends with. Remember what we talked about? My campaign slogan for when I run for mayor in 25, 35 years. Everyone's screwed. No, <laughs> that's the guy after F him me. to death. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I can't say that in the mouth. <laughs> I can't, I can't but, say uh, it. So actually, I've got two things r really quick that uh, I wish I got a chance to put in the airline. I apologize, but they are top of the show worthy. Okay. Are they relevant to what we were just talking about? They weren't, but uh, I feel like Well, next. let's, I mean, do you have any, you don't want to talk about yeah, Google's... I, they, they, I feel like these are two important things. Censoring things? No, I feel like this is an important thing to acknowledge. Okay. What, what is important? Uh, two deaths recently that I just want to acknowledge and send my condolences out to. My uncle. Well, it's okay. Three. Uh, Burt Reynolds is the other one, as well as... No! Didn't you read the outline? It's in the Person of Consequence section. My bad. But has I got another one. read the outline? Terry Davis, creator of Temple OS, the religious operating system, has passed away. See, this is why we have that segment, Person I do want to know what that is. Okay, you know what? Then why don't we... Why don't we switch gears? Uh, I think this is the right song. Switch gears and fire up this spliff. Person oh, of Consequence! Really, really cool. This week, the people Christian just mentioned. Bart Reynolds. He has some kind of thing in Jupiter, Florida, the town that I say that I'm from. Some kind of museum and also strip club and also cafe. All three in one? All <laughs> that, three in one. Go visit is, the Bart Reynolds Museum in Jupiter, they, Florida. They call that a Florida continental breakfast. Holy Temple breakfast. <laughs> Meanwhile, mean, 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 uh, a, a New York continental breakfast is melons up top and sausage below. Yeah. All right. So tell us about Burt Reynolds or the creator of Temple OS who? Uh, Terry Davis. Terry Davis. All right. So start Who do you want to go? I'll start off with Burt Reynolds. Okay. Burt Reynolds was an actor uh, known for uh, uh, Smokey the, uh, and the Bandit, as well as uh, Gator and uh, several other classics. And he got started on Archer. And, uh, and he was also and, known for a tremendous mustache. And he played a hell of a boss hog. He did play a hell of a boss hog. In the remake of the Dukes of Hazard. Yes. Was he in the original Dukes of Hazard? Was he? No. I don't think so. To my knowledge, no. No. But, but he was a fantastic actor and really defined what it meant to be manly. He was in both uh, longest yards. He was. That's right. He both was the star of the original and the uh, older mentor in the uh, later. Uh, he he. Burt Reynolds came out with an album in 1973 called Dark Side of the Moon. No, <laughs> ask me. What, uh, it was that was a mistake in the title. He actually had to change it. No, uh, it was called Ask Me What I Am. In 1983, sang along with Dolly Parton in the best. I'll listen to anything in with Dolly. the song called. In, in, uh, I don't. Is this a song or a musical? It's a film called "The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas." Oh, that I knew about. I have heard of that. Yeah, I need to watch that. It's an American musical comedy film. That is going on my on my whole day of Burt Reynolds movies slash scotch drinking. Yeah, is that, I, is that I think I, to the BR? I think I'll join you on that. Yeah, that, yeah, nice. Okay, and uh, Terry Davis. Terry Davis. Uh, he was a bit of a religious fanatic, and uh, he created an operating system. Called Temple. Well, that makes sense. Called Temple OS, which was uh, divided to be the most holy of all OSs, his words. And What uh, made it so holy? Was he Jewish? Was it kosher? <laughs> was it blessed by a rabbi? So let's see if I can find a little blurb about Temple OS that can do it justice. Time it, to it was biblical themed. It was lightweight. What does that mean, biblical themed? 
I'm still waiting to hear. By the Bible is heavy. For, uh, Religion is very heavy. Uh, if the image uh, helps you at all, uh, for the viewers at home, that, a, that looks like a game. There is a sword going through a balance scale. This was uh, well, it's been around for a while. Um, yeah, so have I. Let's see. Um, I don't know when, what year T Temple OS came out. Actually, to be uh, honest, it is 64-bit, which is more than most custom OSs built from the ground up can be said. Huh. Okay. Is it based on anything? It's from scratch. Wow. And its religious Initial theme. release was you didn't 2013. Tell us what religion he was? Hmm. Uh, wait, wait, wait! It looks like this, and it came out in 2013. Kernel developers. <laughs> and this is what Christian says. Oh, design isn't important. It still looks like MS DOS executive. <laughs> it really looks. What? Like it's fine. <laughs> you don't need a mouse. Gets it, the job done. Yeah. See, it, Christian, this is why I have a career. It has the graphics of Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> no, it gets it the job done. No, it doesn't. You're right. It has the it has the graphics to Roller Coaster Tycoon if it were made in MS DOS. It gets the job done and preaches the word of the Lord. Bomber golf. It's bad. Strut. <laughs> the dead dungeon. Oh, there you go. If you pull sure this up as your serious no operating system, someone would put, someone would say no. Or all the game all the games have to be text based. They're all biblical themed. He uh, he issued he, he he got sixty four bit support because he doesn't have to do graphics. Uh, okay, multi core preemptive multitasking, public domain, open source, ring zero only. See, it's a it's a you know, reasonably what well designed. You didn't like me referring to rings, but that's a real thing. What is ring zero only? Ring zero is a different thing than the rings that you were using. That's not true. Yes. No, I was talking. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> what Rabbit rings? <laughs> what rings was I? Are we talking Fruit Loops? Or You're Sonic? talking permission-based rings. These aren't permission-based rings. But you, you have but, this is run privilege rings. That's permissions. Fruit Loops no. or Sonic? This is like running as close to the hardware as possible. With permissions. No. Okay. Probably Fruit Loops. Anyway. And that's been our. Person of consequence. <laughs> yeah, I guess we talked about people, huh? <laughs> people of consequence. That's right. Uh, is the show over yet? <laughs> no. No. There's a lot. Well, I didn't think we had that much this week. We can always uh, hop to uh, our your favorite segment, the uh, New York Minute. Oh, jumping around? I like this. Well, yeah. hold on. Before we do that, let's make sure that there's we we mentioned everything. Uh, flip in... Hey, flip phones might be coming back. Oh, why? Because it's about twenty years since they first came out, so they're for drug dealers. But, it's gonna be a, but now it's going to be a phone, a phone with the screen that folds. So last... Oh, Samsung is going to do that. That's oh yeah, right. I saw that. Yeah. That's right. They, they, uh, They've they had the prototype the first... for a while. Yeah, that's right. Well, it might actually be coming out in 2019. Ooh, I'm going to hold cool. on to my S7 until yeah. I can get something I mean, that This folds. way, if you last sit week on your I'd... phone, it'll actually be fine. Yeah. Last week, I did shatter my phone, so it would be nice to get a new one. Great. That, see, that's that's a go on a diet. I reminder. do not recall how, though. Oh. Yes, you do. It do was, you know how much? It was, it was at least like... I just woke up three, and it was like that. It was at least 3 a.m. I don't know. Ah. Uh, and well, then Wednesday. Anyway, so fl <laughs> anyway. said, baby. So fl <laughs> yeah. I must be lonely. So flip phones are coming back. Uh, what else? 
Uh, Netflix is oh Netflix <laughs> is testing ads. It. By the way, you might get commercials on Netflix even though you're paying for it, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Except there is something you can do to stop it right now. Oh, there's a Chrome plugin. You can no. You can actually no, you can just turn it off further. in their settings. Oh, okay. Go to Netflix.com/slash Do Not Test, and you'll be able to opt out. But I mean, I really believe this is going to be like cable television, where when cable television came out in the '70s, not like I was around then, but Burt Reynolds was. Excuse me. They talked about no, no commercials. Now cable television has tons of commercials. I mean, and you still pay for it. Wait. You can always do what I do. Which Hulu. You're allowed to pay a little more and get no commercials. You do yeah, know that's what I do. that all it takes is one, one pillar to fall. And just like with cell phone companies. And then the others will fall in line. Eric. Tyler. The only way that we get stuff is by resistance of the oppressed. Yeah, I was going to say. Hard resistance. You can do what I do. Fought over long times piracy no no well, no we just have to no, resist you can do what i do you can't you, you can't think you like, can't you oh, know we're, we're gonna people we're, go they did one we're gonna what? do the other you're we gonna boycott netflix that's not happening but no but saying that we're no, gonna roll over you, and you die guys are missing is, a simple solution and it's it, it's there's a simple solution here we have you gotta no, keep fighting there's a simple legal solution here dns blacklisting most ads because they want to get paid for it come across a different domain than the video how do you do that on your iPad? You'd have to jailbreak and then edit your Resolve. Conf, I could do but... it on the router. Yeah, you could do that too. Actually, as long as the the uh, iPad is configured to use the your router's, router's DNS. DNS. Yes. Let's talk after the show. Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> we can still opt out for now just by going to Netflix.com/slash. Do not test, not DNS test. You know, if you um, if you get me and Eric into messing with routers and stuff like that, it's gonna get a it's gonna become a little more. I took a class on how to mess with enterprise routers in college. Well, you have taught me nothing then, about that, and he has tried to teach the, me something. Where are the enterprise routers? Not very far, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> where are the enterprise routers in this room, Tyler? There aren't any. I have one. I said this room. Check okay. my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I got your router right here, buddy boy. <laughs> Route this. <laughs> oh, I miss you guys. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Twitter permanently suspended Alex Jones. Finally, um, and do an impression of him getting mad. That's the same noise as trying. Alex, to start we a suspend boat. you. Go. I don't. I don't under. I don't understand. It's not fair that you want to front from seventeen seventy six. There's no way that you can stifle my anger. I don't believe it. You can't keep me down. I keep me down. How much do you want me to get out of control? Cause I can scream. Awesome. And that's how Eric got a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned 1776. I learned something real dirty about the. You know, the there first... was. I can't remember where that was from, but he went. He did yell 1776. <laughs> Some somewhere. I learned something real dirty about the first bank of the United States. It was made by the uh... Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. Was that in the musical? Was the Whoa, worst. That, that's my relative. Easy there. Alexander that Hamilton. According to uh, what is it? Uh, Twenty. Uh, according, or... according to according uh, to ancestry.com. Louise. Miranda, <laughs> oh. Miguel. Well, home, homeboy was the world champion of of white rich privilege. Uh, he killed the most Indians, and uh, yeah, he was a bastard, right? He's basically he came from nothing. You know, my but girlfriend's was, Native American, right? He, he, ah, he's ah. a he put he basically put like all the the plutocracy into 
into the laws that we have in the Constitution and stuff. So what he but did, he didn't he's he didn't make the uh, no. So get this. Oh yes, he did. Never mind. So get this. So he made the first bank with a lot of capital that he put up. So he put up maybe like twenty percent of the capital for the first bank because he was rich. And so what him and his buddies did is they went and bought up all this all this debt like the government IOUs to the Revolutionary War people. Like oh yeah, the government owes you five thousand. Oh well, we'll give you like eight hundred bucks for it. Like. You know, no one's ever going to pay you for it. Okay, cool. So then they made that bank. They put up a little bit of the bank. And then with all this money they got from this whiskey tax that they instilled, they instilled this government program of making cash dollar for dollar value of all these all these government IOUs. So they had bought and up all these, how the federal all these soldiers. Started. So Hamilton, no, that... No, that, well, that's that was the second, the second version. So, no, so, but I'm saying like so that's Hamilton and all his buddies from. had bought up all this debt and then cashed it dollar for dollar and made like tons of profit off all these poor people, and then and then they dissolved the uh, his his bank because his first bank after you know like 16 or 18 years had just taken so much money that they were like okay right. you no no more and so that got closed. Then they made a second bank and I think that and then now it's the treasury. I think there was a middle bank between then. And then there was some time where it just it wasn't happening, well, but now it's it's a treasury, and it's just they're doing basically the same stuff all over the place, but it's just a lot more complex and hard to trace. Well, the uh, Federal Reserve is not. I'm not. I'm. You know, I, Hamilton didn't start that, but I, what I was getting at was how how they make money, which is dollar for dollar off of U.S. Treasury bonds. So yeah. for every dollar that they they get a dollar bond from the government, and then they print a dollar bill. And then give it to us. And so every dollar that they make, they get a dollar from the government. So, anyway. And they play the market That's how inflation and... happens. Well, no, they can decide to print more money or print let or not print money to replace the... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's not printing game, money. But... It's putting it in circulation. Putting it in circulation. Because they're, they're always why... printing money, but as long as the uh, old dollars are also recycled into printing the new I ones, saw but... a bearded lady pay with an old $100 bill while I was at a bodega yesterday. Hey, stop talking about Laura Bush. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. And with that, why don't we take a right turn into some local news with our... New York Minute, where we take a look at your five boroughs. First up, I haven't pulled up the tab because we jumped along. It was good, though. That was great jumping. That was great jumping. Thank you. What was it? Carnival cruise ship crashes into a dock in Manhattan. No! Really? Did somebody have the shrimp? Everybody off! I gotta go! The 1,055 foot long ship crashed into Manhattan's Pier 90 when attempting to dock at the city's Pier 88 Harbor. Fortunately, no injuries were reported. The Department of Buildings was called to the scene to inspect the stability uh, of the port. Reports say that the Carnival Horizon damaged two metal support beams on a small section of the parking level above. Uh, Carnival says the bow of the ship sustained only minor damages. Well, yeah, because it's built like a city. Uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, something from New Jersey. A couple was ordered, uh, they started a GoFundMe for a homeless guy that raised $400,000. They were court ordered to pay it to the vet, and now they say the money's all gone. It was a homeless, it was a homeless veteran, and uh, somehow they 
raised $402,000. GoFundMe charged them a cool 30 grand. They gave the homeless guy Johnny about 75 grand, and now somehow the rest is gone. Christian? Oh, that's easy. They're from New Jersey. They spent it. Exactly. Here's something that What'd I they spend it on? Or who's besides who's, gold chains? Who's, who's beers and hair gel? Gabagool. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Don't bust my chops about the gabagool. Gabagool. Gabagool's close to my heart. I know. That's why you gotta spend some of the GoFundMe money on the gabagool. And anything you're moving yet? Anything in the shape of a cross doesn't count. Whether it's in gold or whether it's in silver no, 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 or no, it's no, in ink no. on your body. No, no. You get the cross, but you get the horn on the back. That's how you know you're part of the crew. Ah, yeah. Part of the crew. Well, here's uh, here's something that I know that you guys will really enjoy. New York is briefly labeled Jewtropolis on Snapchat and other apps. <laughs> <laughs> I took a wrong turn I've in the Lower East Side waiting. today. I went through Jewtropolis. I've been waiting for a week to see the face that you would make, Christian, when I read this article on the show. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so hot here right now. I look, it's night. It was 95 degrees today, and the Hasidim are wearing three-piece suits and and hats. Right, and that's no I feel deodorant sorry for them. <laughs> and no deodorant. And apparently, what it's against the and, rules, just I mean, like colors. They only marry within their kind, so it's not. They're all not wearing deodorant. I did they raise my hand in like onions. No, they don't. They still smell like onions. They, they don't have to impress anybody. No. <laughs> Uh, I did raise my hand in Catholic school because I overpaid for St. John's and they made me take three theology and three philosophy courses and I asked where in the Bible it stated that you were not allowed to wear colors or horizontal stripes and apparently it's a whole new thing in the last 200 years. It's all them. That's not a Bible thing. God never said no colors except for off-white and maybe navy blue. No. Now, th- 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 uh, damn it. <laughs> I stopped myself from saying something really bad. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, someone said hate speech online is horrible. They call this hate speech. The internet should be safe. Maps should be safe. He said. I don't know who this guy the is. The internet and math should be safe? Ma- uh, Mr. Gunderson. I don't know who this Gunderson is. Eric Gunderson. Oh, we share the same name. The Ooh. company's chief executive of Mapbox. I don't know how this hate speech happened, but it did. The internet should be safe. Maps should be safe. But I mean, how precious is that? <laughs> it's just right there. Instead of New York. Shootropolis. <laughs> well, like I said, I, w- I made a wrong turn on the Lower East Side today on my bike. Uh, I went through what... That's it- not as funny as Shootropolis. That's right up there with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Gas. <laughs> that's- oh, that, that... I mean, that, that that's a low bar. I was going to go with Chamber Potter Secrets, but... No, because he's wearing an SS uniform. Oh. I mean, when when Israel exists, I don't know how that's even a joke. Wow. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, I feel like that's such a, he's supposed to be like a British uniform based on the brown. Well, you know what? You don't yeah, hope too works. many. Come on. You just don't ruin the joke. Anyway, I'm a fan of Jewtropolis and I'm Jewish. And <laughs> Eric approves. I approve. But just remember, it is tough for Jews these days. It's kosher to Eric. I don't, it doesn't matter what Why? I say. What? Why these days? Tyler, this is not a political show. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, you can get a Paul McCartney edition. Uh, because Broad card. City is killing right now. 
Just because that's like saying racism is over because Blackish is on TV and they want an Emmy. You know, come on. Uh, that's a good joke. <laughs> Blackish? No, the other one. Broad City? Yeah. Oh. Is it Dunzo? Yeah, it's Dunzo. It'll come back. Anyway. They're uh, all married doing their own shows now. Anyway, I'm be back. I know, Tyler, how much you love Paul McCartney. And if you want to get a Paul McCartney-style Metro card that will expire in a year after you buy it, you can get one at Grand Central. Paul Wait, McCartney. Young or old Paul McCartney. It just says, it actually just says, look at it. It just says Paul McCartney on it. It's kind of lame. I was hoping it would be the old Paul McCartney's face just slapped on there. I'd say <laughs> it should be one that ages as you swipe it. And then the, the hash marks from the rollers or whatever are like the wrinkles on his forehead. Remember getting those like little uh, cards or whatever that would like, uh, when you'd bend them, it would be one image and you bend them the yeah, other way. holographic. Like, yeah. That, that, that's way too ahead of the MTA's time there. That's, that, that technology is at least five to well, you know six they're working on contactless uh, payments. Yeah, gonna, that's another thing that's going to cost billions of dollars and not work. I'll believe it when I'm. Uh, Have you used one of those before? You know what I want? Contactless payments for the uh, to get on a, a subway. No, not on the subway. Well, not on the subway, but on a on a, on an on an underground transit system elsewhere. I'll, I'll believe it because I've, when I'm I've old used and gray, it on probably. Seattle or in Seattle on on Seattle's uh, light rail. You know what I want? But be, what? <laughs> I want it to have an audio chip, so every time you swipe it, it goes, Jonah, 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 Jonah! What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jude? Oh. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. That card, okay. Paul McCartney card. Did you guys get lost? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we st- are we not on that anymore? We're talking about it was a tangent. That's fine. Because <laughs> uh... that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And some guy uh, who owned a famous restaurant in the Lower East Side, Kenny Shopsin. Shopsin? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Shopsin. He died. Oh. He had one hell of a breakfast spot. Mm. Where? On what low- place? It was the Lower East Side Market. Oh. You never took me there. Yeah, Dad. You never took me there. Oh. Yeah, look at the menu. I've been there. It's good. What'd you get? Is it closed now? or is No, it's still open. I was by his daughter. But try reading that from 10 feet away. I, nope. I, I'm like, I'll throw it away. I can read it from one feet away. You get basically anything. It's the most dense menu I've ever seen in my life. You have not been to a Long Island din- dinner, din- diner. I am hungry though now. Well, we can always go to the, uh, the diner by the Lorimer stuff. But anyway. Um, all right. I think that's it. Man, this show is not moving along that fast. I don't think it's a bad show. Yeah, I've been I don't think it's this. a bad show. I just... It, I'm, we look, can't get too meta during the show. I'm in vacation mode, all right? We can't I'm going get too to, meta during the I'm going thing. to Rhode Island tomorrow. He's Rhode Island bound. <laughs> I know. I, I wish I knew... I wish I knew the words. Tyler, you know the words. I only know one line. Like a masochist wow, in Newport, we're Rhode Island bound. <laughs> you know, I've read that starlight gives you cancer. And then again, what doesn't these days? Hmm? Listen, kid, there's there's something I've been meaning to tell you. It's not easy for me to say. Oh, God, you're not coming out of the closet, are you? Uh, God, why does everyone always come out to me? I just wanted to thank you for everything you did today. I know this whole trip has been a mess. 
Well, it hasn't been all bad. It's only two I must admit, long. there have hmm. been some moments that were... That's gonna be me tomorrow on the train. Wait, you mean you're gonna be coming out to a baby? The time of our lives. Take it, dog. We're quite a pair of partners, just like Thelma and Louise. Except you're not six feet tall. Yes, and your breasts don't reach your knees. Give it time. We're off on the road to Rhode Island. How much I am going to annoy the crap out of my girlfriend with this song tomorrow. Yes, one guy singing already. She didn't break up with me after meeting my family this year, so that's a plus. And given that my dad ran over my foot with his car and then didn't and thought I was joking when I was yelling at him. He yelled at me and he told me to stop cursing. Because because his <laughs> wife is there who doesn't like cursing. And and I said, Your car's on my foot. How do I explain this to you? <laughs> Eric, stop cursing. Okay, but move the car. You're not moving it yet. <laughs> I want to follow you around with the video cameras I, so often. That's why that I'm serious. That's exactly why I can't watch Curve. This is my life. I mean, this is my life. You, you watch Seinfeld though, right? Of course. You're clearly George. Yes, that's Larry David. Though. I know. <laughs> but that's yeah. I can't anyway. take it. <laughs> I just. That's it. George that's is getting mad. That's. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, where are we? He dates such, he dates girls that are so out of his league for now. Yeah. Now's time. Who? George. It's amazing what the internet has done. It's made fat guys have to settle. Jason for Alexander. What fat guys normally would get. Jason Alexander. It's made. Yeah. Well, in the show, He's a it's made the dating. Well, in the, the show, internet, I mean, no, life, show. life just he didn't, became had, even he didn't again. Date that many people. I mean, on the show, but they're yeah, all he had like, like a solid way four or five than... seasons of going through. Like yeah, but two like, of them were Susan. Yeah. There were some. There were some. I, and I there were some totally lookers, swipe though. right with Susan. Not bad. Yeah. George. I don't think let, it would Let's last, put it this way: George Costanza is way too close. Has way too close of a similar dating NBC. life to Ted Mosby. Who's that? The guy from How I Met Your Mother. I feel like that's Jerry. Yeah. If they went into more detail about, like, if Jerry had deeper reasons to break up with the women than he did. Well. Isn't this an exciting discussion? Join us next week on Join Talk, us Talking week. TV. Let me ask you this, Christian. We haven't even got to the soap operas yet. Which do you think... Uh, my mom always loved all my children. Which do, you, uh, which do you think is more entertaining? Talking about that or talking about your GitHub issues of the week? Not gonna lie, I'm kind of torn here. Don't make me choose. Well, right now, why don't we take one of these? It's from Petroni. Using Kubernetes at CD is a DCS. Oh, is it hey, hey, it is possible to use Kubernetes at CD as a DCS with this chart. What would happen if at CD is uh, disabled using the set at CD dot enable equals false? With the, will it use the K8 system at CD? So. I guess to give a little background, Patroni is the Italian version of Patron. No, <laughs> it, it is a template for HA proxy. Um, sorry, not HA proxy. A, a template for HA Postgres. What's DCS? Control Domain Control Server. No. Uh, uh, I think it's Patroni specific. Actually, I'm not entirely sure. Why'd you pick it? Because it's still interesting. Because this question makes no sense. Because it's like if you. St if what does you Patroni do? It. 
provides a, a it Get basically provides up. it provides glue between Postgres and one of these uh, highly distributed key value stores. Oh, that's like to... my PHP framework. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. But does it provide an HA uh, a form of Postgres? A what? HA highly available. I mean, you it doesn't go to sleep. That. What? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Go on, go on. So if a etcd is disabled, there's no etcd, you can't use it. But if you're using an external etcd, sure, why not? Okay. So is there anything to do with this? It, it, it's a weird question. It's just like, this is common sense. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add then? Nope. Well, let's move on to our next GitHub issue of the week. Our next GitHub issue of the week comes to us from Perkeep. Perkeep? Perkeep. Perkeep. Perkeep won't build with Go 1.11. So Perkeep is a storage system. Uh, is it another key value store? No. <laughs> no. No, this one's different because it has the keys as the values. And then the values are the keys. No, but it, it, it tries to be like a Dropbox, but also like an S3. A and Dropbox, but also an S3. Yeah. How? What does that mean? And it can also do they some both store, database store stuff. Storage of, they both store revisions of your stuff. They both store your stuff. They both have an API to access your stuff. But th so there's like the more user facing they one, and there's CMSs the more to system, manage your stuff. There's the more system facing one, and then also does a little databasey kind of stuff too. What does? Per keep. Per keep. Why would someone use this? Uh, if they just want to throw something that, somewhere that can just be globally accessible from any device of theirs, as long as they authenticate with it. Okay. Anyway, so it won't build with Go 1.11. Is that the latest version? That is the latest version. Ooh. Yep. Maybe they'll come out with Go 1.11 for workgroups. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Windows 3.11 for workgroups? I don't want to wait two years for them to come out with Go I, I, I wish I could so. make you leave, come back in, and just redo that. I'll do it. I mean, we're not going to take it again. Yeah. But, but anyway, go yeah. on. Anyway, so Go 1.11 can't build. The reason is because Go4JS is required to build per keep. And Go4JS is a way of writing Go that, as a preprocessor to JavaScript. Mm. And uh, Writing Go as a preprocessor for JavaScript. Wow. Yep. And uh, so uh, the big issue, though, is Go4JS isn't ready for 1.11. That would get you to write JavaScript, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so the big issue, though, is uh, Go4JS can't compile with 1.11 yet. They just Why? So they need to uh, patch a few things in Go4JS to but allow But isn't it supposed to not be a breaking change? Isn't that the point of... Yeah. So it'll... It still broke stuff? It, the, the issue, though, is the preprocessor stuff is broken, which is not supported by Go, because that's not Go. That's Go4JS. Okay. Well... I'm still looking at this breakfast menu. <laughs> I mean, you can get you can get chilaquiles, nice, which is just tortillas, feta, eggs, and cabbage. It's amazing. What do you put on that? It's too complicated to describe. 
It's like soggy chips soaked in spicy sauces. It's red or green, and it comes with cheese, and it's it's more complex, and it's amazing. Interesting. How about this goat potato curry, beef re- beef rendang, eggs, papadum, and rice? I think that's what I would get. That's a happy breakfast tray. That just sounds like an Indian lunch. I'll take it. My <laughs> breakfast is at 2.30 in the afternoon anyway, so... Hmm. Uh, all right. Anything else to add about Perkeep? No. Well, why don't we move on to our next GitHub issue that comes to us from Go Python? G Python. Actually, Go Python. Go Python. Print, not Go Print. Should use double underscore str or double underscore repr when available. What are these? Uh, those are particular fields defined in Python objects for presentation as a string. So if you do like a two string, it's actually double underscore str double underscore. Or if you're printing out in a uh, representation format, as in like you're printing it to a console, you use double underscore repr double underscore. And uh, so the big issue is that uh, the way uh, in GitPython it's printing, it's using the uh, uh, percent %v interpolation, which is basically like a void start pointer equivalence. And so uh, what it should be doing is doing like a two string of that V and interpolating it to a percent %s. Okay. So how do you, how do they fix this? I just said. Oh. You got to change it to percent uh, %s with like a two string or just string because go. What is V? V, percent V or V? Percent V. Percent V is a form of uh, interpolation for a traditional printf style statement that basically says uh, you don't know what type this is, so in C that'd be like a void star, hence V. Mm. Cool. All right. Uh, moving on to our last GitHub issue of the week. Our last GitHub issue of the week comes to us from C Star. Yes. How did I mess this up last time? Oh, because it's from Sila. <laughs> yes, B. and you got it right this time. Yes! Two for two. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Come on! That <laughs> <I> wasn't positive. <laughs> <laughs> you got the names right, but you got the wrong studio uh, uh, audience well, reaction. I'm not the stage manager, so... Our stage manager's uh, out he in moved out the west. old uh, L.A. now. Boy, I like that Billy Joel song. Yep. My life? Was that my life? Yep. Parentheses Billy song. Moving out. Moving out Anthony song. Anthony. I thought it was Billy. No. <laughs> the, my life and moving out are different songs. Yes. Got a car, sold a house, bought a ticket to the West Coast. Dun, 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 dun. And it gives him the stand to routine in LA. That's my life. Anyway. Go to hell, Chris Kabowski. This verse fits very well, cause it's all right. Bum, 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 bum. Your mother. Okay. Uh, how's your mother doing? She's well. Good. Tell her I said hi. Okay. <laughs> Alien message queue, double colon process queue bug. What is this? So, uh, in C star, the way of. Uh, Communicating data, it, you don't share data across concurrent contexts. You uh, communicate it across. And so this message queue is receiving things. And when the queue fills up a lot, uh, it'll end up hitting this bug. And basically, it'll just abort. 
I like the way you said that. I'm bored. <laughs> How else would It'll you say crash? abort? Abort. 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 Uh, how well? Uh, so it just crashes, basically. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Exits. Yeah. Uh, so the fix is. Uh, so the fix is either uh, do some queue management. There's a whole queuing theory thing that can all be boiled down to cash registers and lines for a cash register. Or uh, the other way to do this is just stop sharing data and think of a better way to uh, be able to access this stuff. To stop sharing data? Yeah, if you can have a, um, if you can isolate data into a single concurrent context based on the schema, that is the what no- is a context exactly? Uh, in this case, it's a C star thread, which is not exactly like a traditional thread in that uh, C star does its own scheduling with the threads, and uh, so uh, it'll actually look for these basically uh, pro- uh, use promises in C star to say I don't have this data yet because it's coming from another thread. And uh, you can even take that a step further and use these things like the work queues here, or message queues rather, where it's, okay, I know I'm just going to keep on receiving stuff off of here and I can keep on throwing it on there similar to a Go channel at this point. I still don't really, okay. All right. That, that's that's fine. I wasn't listening super hard. <laughs> just going to confirm. Cool. All right. So anything to hand with this one? No. All right. Why don't we press on since we're already at like 56 minutes to uh, the whatever comes after our GitHub issues. It's time for Tyler's plus ones. Our pull request plus ones are where we send out well wishes and acknowledgement of awesomeness to people and other organizations. Who's our first plus one this week, Tyler? Google. Google? Google. We just yelled at them about Congress. Yeah, but they made a data set search engine, and I guess that's good. Um, Some, a Redditor user named Black Mist summed it up with, it's got science-y stuff in it. If it's the sort of thing that interests you, you'll know how to use it. Is this like Wolf from Alpha? I really don't know what it is. It's got smart stuff in it. I searched for some things. I didn't get a whole lot of interesting stuff. But if you're interested in data sets and you want some of those, at least for sample What's ones for now. Set? Oh, and it comes out with, but it doesn't visualize the data. I thought it would be like detailed with like whatever kind of subject I wanted. Well, so let's look up population of New York. New York City population by borough 1950 to 2040. Wow, they know how many people are going to be born in 2040? Yeah. That's going to be like when Christian has kids. Is that it, though? Is that all they have? Uh, but it doesn't oh, actually they did, visualize... They did just tell me exactly how many repos are in GitHub. That's interesting. But, I looked well, up but fracking, and like, there was only one thing. But if you go to wolframalpha.com, and you type in population of New York, it gives you a graph. And it's kind of similar and, so you data, get, and you can get the data out in a similar format data download, but it at least gives you this visual representation. So Google is going to compete. So it is like your Wolfram Alpha. So yeah, well, Google's getting into the realm of uh, data sets. And if you like data sets, then that's your thing. It's at uh, toolbox.google.com slash data set search. Nice. Slash search. Uh, question mark query equals thanks for helping Christian, thanks, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> alright your next plus one uh, goes to Kitty 
It's another terminal emulator. It's got stuff plants want. Uh, <laughs> plants crave. Yeah, it's actually got cool plugins. You can add like side by side dips Are and all that you stuff. Using I don't use oh, it. I tried it's... this. I tried this and it broke stuff from mine. Okay, broke Christian. Um, I don't know. I've been on iTerm forever. Why would but you there's... recommend? Why would you want to use something like this? Oh, I saw that it had a very small memory. Not you footprint. personally, but like a memory. Okay, memory footprint. That's good. Why else? But it required Wayland, so it broke a lot of stuff. What? Sorry, what? Wayland. Wayland? The X server replacement. Oh, never mind. Wayland was this build manager for an esoteric framework uh, called Randall. We'll get to that later. Anyway, go on, Tyler. That, that's all I got on Kitty. It, it has cool plugins and stuff, okay. so it seems uh, it seemed like a nice, extensible terminal emulator. I use iTerm, and I don't really get a lot of uh, nice uh, uh, add-ons thrown at me, so I don't like, I don't have a side-by-side diff that I know of an iTerm, so if Kitty's got a nice like community behind it, and it's very common to get diffs and stuff like that, then that'd be nice. But it's not a community, yeah. it's a Y'all gotta get into that Tmux. What? Oh yeah, I do gotta get into that Tmux. Tmux is the way. And Vim. It's... Yeah. You gotta... Tyler, you will learn That's by I doing. Do. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do it. I don't use Tmux, but I do use Vim all the time. And they, look, it's it's having a Swiss Army knife. Absolutely. Alright, alright. You have to do it. I'll do it. You have to do it. That anyway. brings us to that brings us perfectly to our next. This is not <laughs> our next GitHub, our next whatever I'm doing of the week. Plus one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Eric Byrne, you'll like this, Eric. He's uh, Eric Burn. Byrne played the old man this week, and he's telling us. To I don't keep, like it because he spells Eric he's, with a K. Yeah, I don't know how he spells it, but he's telling us to keep our fancy ORM framework skateboards off the sidewalk and just quietly go play sequel in the park. Yes, he's, I read this. I read this article. And I approve of this message. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. You um, don't want to learn your garbage abstraction of SQL when you could just write. Even though I want to say I wrote a garbage abstraction of SQL in my PHP framework, and, and I think it works really and well. I, Isn't I, that what's causing all of the issues? No, what's causing all <laughs> the issues is a lack of memory management. Yes. It's not the SQL. Okay, well... Okay, I, it's like one, one I like my move. SQL abstraction. Back it's on my subject, move. I would agree that... All these ORMs are a little bit ridiculous. Um, they but, all have they all have great intentions, and the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's the best way that I can put it. <laughs> but I, but I would say that SQL is a little ugly, and all the other languages are getting a little prettier. And it'd be nice if SQL were a little flexible, and you could just write stuff. What SQL are you doing? Why does it gotta be all capital letters? And stuff? It doesn't have to be it capital doesn't. letters. It's case well, sensitive. Well, I thought it had to be capital letters. No, no, it's easier to read that way. But no, no one tells you that. Well, I didn't do my homework very hard on SQL because <laughs> I was using ORMs, and if well, I agree with this guy's point, because if I was using OR, it's just see, SQL, then see, I would have learned. Because I learned C- my kids SQL today, in right? PHP in 2002. Yeah, yeah you know, kids today. Buy that buy. He's kids got a point. I'm, new. I'm the newest by far. Yeah. <laughs> I started hacking in 2012. I, I are guilty. It's not hacking. It, it's sometimes hacking. It's, it's sometimes it's hacking. It's clickety hack the Tyler builds a website. Notes. Sorry. No. Hackity hack notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hacking into breaking speaking, stuff. Speaking I can't. Which, I need. I need Tyler to help me build a website later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so my client doesn't listen to this. Uh, anyway, go on. I'm finished. That's your plus one. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I wanted a quick show this week. 
I, I don't mind it. the show this week, but I just wanted a quick show this week, and that is not happening. You can kill it now. I can kill it now? You have the power. I have the power. Well, that's because I am... Like Thelma and Louise. Except you're not <laughs> She's just going off there. <laughs> like Thelma and Louise. Give it time. We're all on the road to Rhode Island. Okay. Um, but it's not time for that. That's at noon to... Uh, should, you shouldn't reveal your travel plans. But if I post this after I leave, then it's fine. Oh, well, I'll know when to get the rest of your shoes then. Well, I come back on an unfortunate <laughs> date. <laughs> Monday? Wow. What date is coming up next week? We are in the month of my September. My parents' anniversary? We're in the month of September. One of Christian's yeah. Tinder dates. No, my parents' anniversary, September 11th. Not even kidding. Also my cousin's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Not even kidding. <laughs> my parents' anniversary. <laughs> Uh, oh, I hope they have a nope. explosively awesome time. <laughs> Ooh, I hope it's a <laughs> bad taste. <laughs> I hope it's a bomb. It's not funny yet. Not funny. It has to be twenty two years, twenty six years, twenty six. South Park made it. There's a new Philly. Can we wrap this up? I need to go watch the new Philly. Can we wrap this? There's up? new Philly. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like time shifted television doesn't exist. Oh my god! You don't have to watch it right now. I what do. are you missing out on? An Instagram post? Oh my god! Did you see this I don't on the new episode? Understa- no, because you're Eric, on the podcast. Eric, Tyler. I don't think you understand. This is New Philly. Yeah. Well, this we're in New York. Is that Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Oh, different time zone. Gotcha. It's not a different time zone. <laughs> Just watch it. Yeah, uh, we changed, we changed our time it. zones. Work. It's you now north to south. No, you can watch it when we're done. But the problem that I really think is that we'll eventually start bothering my neighbor below us. But that's another story because it's time for our apple attack, where we take a nice little poop on apple. First up, Apple's going to launch a global law enforcement portal uh, by the end of the year. They what? want a way of streamlining requests, and so they, I think Facebook already has one of these. A way to federate requests for de- for users' data, for your data, uh, between law enforcement and Apple. Rather than having an office of people, they're just going to cr- uh, create a CMS to do it. And um, it's interesting... It's interesting because uh, they still maintain their veneer of, you know, Apple is dedicated to the security and privacy of our users, uh, and they allow, uh, they always try to follow laws when they have to. Apple, they do, I think, have a a fairly good reputation of upholding privacy where they have it. Uh, I'm sure Christian has some way of of getting around that, but it's another story. Um... When legally required, Apple may provide basic customer information such as name, physical address, email address, phone number, and IP, along with customer service records from and find my iPhone logs. Oh, wow. So if you tell on someone with an iPhone, they're in big trouble. Versus what? If Android doesn't do this, if the police, if you say, hey, this guy down the street is lighting off explosives in the street, and then you say he's iPhone user this or whatever then the police can give him... The cell phone company still does that. Oh. They know where you are. And who you are. Because you're on their network. But I feel like it's it's like an anonymous thing. What's an anonymous thing? It's only anonymous if you pay for a SIM card in cash. It just sounds very detailed and explicit. 
No, they still have this way of getting... Well, it, it does, but other companies have ways of, to be fair, getting this information. Um, it doesn't sound like they give it as readily. However, that information can include uh, device identifiers, customer service records, and iCloud content, such as emails, stored photos, documents, contacts, like Paul Manafort. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Apple ensures that it has never created a backdoor or master key to any of its products or services and never will. Perhaps the biggest example of this was Apple's refusal to create a loophole for the FBI to brute force their way to the passcode locked iPhone from San Bernardino. Three years ago, we talked about that. But yet, they were readily able to give up Manafort's iCloud information because they talk out of both sides of the mouth. Um, moving on. Uh, we don't drive, but if we did, we could possibly get into an, an accident with an Apple self-driving vehicle. Because that they exist, and they're Lexus. Lexus is Lexi. And uh, they were involved in an accident on August 24th. Um, at around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. An Apple vehicle in autonomous mode was rear-ended by preparing to merge onto the Lawrence Expressway south. It was rear-ended. Or did the rear ending? Uh, you know what? It was rear ending. In California, it's always the driver's fault. Okay. So they get a pass. Well, then there you go. Good job. Uh, moving on, the next Unless iPhone. Unless it stopped short. <laughs> Handful trick. The next iPhone might be called the <laughs> iPhone XS Max. Excuse me, make sure you do your warm-up exercise. me, warm-up exercises before saying that. XX Max. XX Max. Max. XX Make sure you put the word iPhone in when you Google. XS Max. Yeah. Jesus, that's a that's a that's a tongueful. Um yeah. Uh and it's probably going to look like the iPhone X does now, but work a little better. Cost a little more. The end uh, I think probably costs a little less. And uh, there's a new iPad Pro that's coming out that is not going to have a headphone port, I don't think. Great. I, How it's the iPad Amateur. It's an iPad Pro. Pro. No headphone port. Come on. What? I'm going to have to use an adapter, that lame lightning to eighth inch adapter. They don't, want, buy to use the they don't want you to use the adapter. Both Apple. Most Android manufacturers and headphone companies all want to go Bluetooth only. I know. And you know why that is? We talked about it like a year ago. Remember that 3D file format we talked about? It's D-R-L. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that prevents me from watching videos in HD off of Amazon Prime. DRM. It is. So... I'm sure we want to move back to the world of everything that you listen to has to be authenticated some way, shape, or form. And the ability for me to just play music like I am now with analog audio is going to be restricted. How bad is that going to be? If when I get the, ne the next MacBook Pro, like whatever comes after the one that you have, and it doesn't, that doesn't have a headphone port, my iPad Why would you buy that computer? Port, my phone, what? <laughs> Why would you buy that computer? You'll have to start buying computers like I do that are made specifically for Linux with all open hardware. I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to buy one of those computers and turn it into a Hackintosh, and I wanted at least a real Macintosh somewhere. So I can't. I don't like using. Can't Linux. have nice things. Oh, and it's because of Cookie. Apple has lost. Well, it's not really because of Cookie. It's because Steve has died. So 
And that's been our Apple Attack. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's going on? Well, we're gonna end the show early. We we're like halfway through it. We're, we didn't we didn't we didn't even talk about frameworks. How about right. we talk about frameworks right. for an Fine. hour? Yeah. How about we jump right into that then? All right. Hour. How how deep are we into the show? We're an hour and a half show. Well, we're an hour fifteen in. So let's not hour do it. Let's not talk about frameworks for an hour. Well, this is a part two. We yeah, have this to... is just the money shot. All right. Why don't we? Great. The mo- oh, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you know what? Then, in the name of time, uh, where is it? Why don't we take a quick break? Say, friends, do you live in New York City? Well, if you do, Pneumonium has a beautiful new product for you. It's called Where Am I? Your five-borough compass navigator to help you get anywhere from Staten Island to the Bronx. Simply go to www.whereami.nyc to enable location services on your mobile device to find your neighborhood borrow and three closest subway stops to you, wherever you are. No ends, no shocking, just geospatial brilliance that's Where Am I? Brought to you by Pneumonium. Pneumonium, reinventing media daily. <sighs> that app sucks. You know what? I should get another. <laughs> all right, all right, wow, all right. You really know how to bite the mouth that feeds you. It's done one thing. You keep saying it's brand new. It's two years old. Yeah, and I'm you got no in new features. What do you want? I think the real it? question is why it hasn't been DDoS yet, Christian? Why it hasn't been DDoS? <laughs> why doesn't it why show advertisements of awesome help stuff? Help me create things when they ask me for help to help them create things. Tyler, what is that built on? Your mom. Well, then now I'm not going to help. Off the, or the now app. I'm not going to make it a useful app. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to take your stupid crab off it and make it show fun stuff. Okay. Sure you were. Like dogs what humping turtles. <laughs> like dogs okay. humping turtles. <laughs> Maybe I'll work on it while I'm in Rhode Island. Advertisements underneath so that people who watch it. And what I really need to do. No, the thing is, is what I really need to do is is fin- is work on next train, and then that's what was supposed to thing that supposed to be the thing that replaces where am I? Oh yeah, you gonna make another app that someone already has made? No, times? no one's made it. Oh yeah, no one's made a next train. Oh, working on your next big novel there, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have a beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> got a protagonist, yeah. Got a got a big story of redemption, yeah. Got a got a big little love story there, yeah. Got a, got a big lesson in the eyes. Wow. <laughs> Make something people pay for. Oh, Make a stupid game. Next Flappy Birds. It's so easy. It's 99 cents. Why haven't you made one? Because I'm going to teach my, my friends yeah, how to do it. Yeah, because you No, I'm going to use this learning tool. I, excuses, that's right. not what I care about yeah. in life. What? You want to make a media You want to make a media empire? You better make a media empire. I'm going to work. Rabble, rabble, You got to make a game and not a subway app that people already made. I have to do both. I want to be the make a king f- of web design. Make a funny rabbi game. I'll I'll play it. I'll play it too. We don't, just don't play it on Jewish. Make a bake the matzah game and 
I'll have a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just like a continuous line of matzah? Bake the matzah, bake the matzah, gotta bake the matzah, bake the matzah, bake the matzah. Yeah, they make the same thing out of like making cookies and serving burgers. Faster and faster. Yeah. And then it's Shabbos and you relax. <laughs> and stop. Make the matzah, make the matzah, gotta make no. the matzah, make the matzah, gotta make. <laughs> you know? That really, uh, what does that remind me of? Oh my god. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh no. Oh no. It's not, it doesn't make noise anymore. That sucks. Oh well. All right. <laughs> so. That's what she said. We're certainly going in style. All right. Uh, why don't we move on to frameworks? Computer frameworks are typically a way to aid production of an application or correlate a discrete number of services. After about 90 minutes, I think that's the best definition we can come up with for frameworks. Well, remember last time, it's like, what is a framework? That's why I have to start with that, because I feel like after the whole discussion, that's only as far as we got. So... What is a framework, Christian? Framework is, I'd say, like... Uh, well, I thought you, were, you should pass the buck to Tyler. What? <laughs> oh, I, I don't understand that. Uh, whatever. Go on. Okay. Uh, framework is a, uh, like, I think in the most general sense, it's just like a uh, grouping of code that does impact how you code. I think that's the, the biggest difference between what is a library and versus a framework, is that a framework does have impact on the code that you write using the framework as opposed to a library where it's like I write a few lines of code or I'm writing a bunch of lines of code but it doesn't affect like the shape of my project or like there how is I'm utility to get things, things done quicker yeah like a, li a library is more like a tool versus a framework is like a um is low still dash a tool but I'd say a, like a table saw more like is a stencil is low yeah. is low dash a library or a framework I'd say library. Depending on how you use it, but I do feel library because it, it does not have a significant impact on the way you code. The only way to be right, a so library is if you use the bind function a lot. Or way of doing things. Yes, and, yes. In, and in like the very abstract, not like any niche area right. to describe what a framework is in the general sense. I just realized, is your shirt ironic or, or is that no? It's, Did it come it in is, a pack of five? <laughs> or did you buy that at L Train Vintage? I, I'm having a hard time. Uh, I, uh, uh, my cousin came in from Long Island, and uh, she and I went to a Arizona iced tea pop-up store. I knew that's. I knew I saw that somewhere before. I know where that is. That's by that's uh by Houston Street. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Is that filled with did high fructose corn syrup tea? too? Yeah. What about the, yeah? You had to hey, go diving you through know, it. You they know put the it diet, in the shirts as well. But the diet Arizona's use Splenda and not aspartame. That's impressive. I feel like they probably use a mix of both. No, they don't. Really? It doesn't that's list aspartame on the ingredients at all. Huh? That's really sweet. I like that. It is really sweet because it's made with Splenda. Anyway. Oh, Splenda. On. Oh, I thought you were talking about um. I said it's not. It doesn't have aspartame. No, no, no. It's Splenda. Splenda's you not. Thought I, I Splenda's not good either. Yeah, I thought you meant stevia, which is kind of funky but also good. Anyway, frameworks. Uh, so we talked about a variety of frameworks last time, like 
Well, so there's like I think Rails is uh, on the back end at least like the most well known. All right, let's talk but... about types of frameworks. Okay, yeah, let's go. What are the types of frameworks that we covered last yeah. time? I think you got your back end web, you got your front end web, you've got your more like systemsy stuff, you got your concurrency frameworks, you got like your general application frameworks, and then you also got like uh, that like more like desktop application frameworks like uh, Qt comes to mind or GTK. What's that? Uh, Qt is a uh, Linux GUI creator framework. Ooh, it's cute. <laughs> You're cutie. Anyway, so, go on. Oh, go on. <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. <laughs> well, that's why it's named Cutie. QT. Oh, Cutie. no, not that part. The O go on. <laughs> oh, go on. I was going to ask you something, but I'll go on. I mean, but you know, you have other. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, okay, mine's a little bit of a derailment. But so you have all these ways of looking at them, right? But then what if you looked at them from a different point of view? Like. Like. Uh, okay, so um, what is the most totalitarian frameworks that you know? Rails, yes, Rails definitely. Absolutely, Symphony Rails, yeah. and PHP. Yeah. Like, what if we looked at any from, e-commerce framework? Like, oh, absolutely, e-commerce anything. Magento. Magento is not even really a framework so much as it's something that. No, well, I. I it's something that it is a like framework. Salesforce, I'm not, but it's really. It's CMS. It's yeah, CMS. I think it's more so a framework for a non-programmer though. Like you, you yes. need to be a programmer in order to really get Magento going, though. Yes, to really get it nice, which means you have to dive into the bowels of it, though. Yes, it's not fun. Yeah. What are the well, most? Well, you can actually make as much money uh, as you can working on Lotus Notes for Baltimore, the city of Baltimore, uh, working on Magento. So that's something. What are the most communist frameworks? What? <laughs> yep. You heard me. Answer the question. That they're well, decentralized. Them, I mean, they're all what are the most free? conservative frameworks? They're all kind of what, free. What are the like, most socialist mean? frameworks? You, what are you, you, what are you talking You're using about? words that don't apply. Freely interpret these things. It's a fun game. Do you want to put on Dark Side of the Moon? You mean something like Lucy Goosey? No. Is that what you're looking for? Like, I don't know. Are you looking for something that treats everything equally? I'm worried, Tyler. What the hell are you talking about? Are you, are you looking for something that refuses to monetize? No, I'm looking for your opinions on different frameworks because all these other fra all these other categories are just are just very cut and paste. Like I'm looking for some some interesting dynamic in the okay. way that you would analyze frameworks. Okay, I usually look at it as maybe you might not think of other frameworks because unless I look at it as what what is the job it's trying to solve and does it really give me any benefit? Like I think a big one is like uh, in C and C plus plus libuv. As opposed to doing like direct epoll stuff to do like a single thread async IO kind of stuff. It's a nice framework to be able to do that where it gives you all these things. Like I can even do like DNS in there. I can, like, well, DNS request, not really the DNS server, but you can build a DNS server on top of it. I do that. Uh, and then uh, you can also uh, but do things like just like regular file IO. It, like, like, it reminds me of a conversation we were having earlier today where you were complaining about streams. And I think, I, I think, like, you might need to see a doctor for that, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> oh, complain about streams? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Was, did you get your prostate checked recently? <laughs> I get you. <laughs> but, so. Now that you're 30, I mean, it's uh... <laughs> LibUV, like, if you look at, like, a, a, a tra traditional synchronous IO stream in C, 
it's just like a wild loop around like a reed call or something. But then you got like um, you, uh, the epoll level. It's really confusing because then you got to wait for this error saying like, oh wait, is, there's going to be more data or no, it's end of file. And it's also like you, you're trying to do like callbacks in C. But then libuv just makes it nice of being like, you just define the callback. You don't have to worry about all this. We'll, we'll handle it for you. Nice. Yeah. Sorry for the tangent. I just wanted to draw out some more no, extremes come on, Tyler, of let's uh, smoke a joint the spectrum. And let's uh, let's figure this out. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So, is any it? more questions? Mm, come on. What are the most progressive frameworks you know? The what? The most progressive? Yeah, there's the some that, that actually call the themselves most, progressive. What are the most te- what are the most technical frameworks you know? Most technical? C star, hands down. What is C-Star? So C-Star, we've mentioned on the show a handful of times in the GitHub issues at least. But we don't pay attention. It's a, C, it's a C++ application framework that goes the extra step of saying kernel bypass a lot. So it, it's going to do kernel bypass I.O., which means it has its own built-in I.O. scheduler for things. And then it also it's called a share-nothing SMP architecture. So the idea is you have all these threads, like one per CPU, and it kind of shards the data where uh, the data only ex- ever lives on a single thread instead of having like locks to try to like communicate across them. You inst- uh, instead say, okay, this thread is done with this data. Send it over here instead of saying like, okay, I, I, I've got this lock. I'm doing my work. Now I'm done. Then another thread can go. That's like the more traditional way of doing concurrency. But then so C-Star does something like uh, how like Erlang or Go does this where it just says, okay, this context is done. And now this other context can have it, this info. All right. Now for the most important question. What's the hordest framework you know? The hordest? Um, depending on how you look at it, either, either Rails or C-Star. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To two opposite ends of the spectrum, but if you if you find magic very frustrating and difficult, which I do, Rails hands down. <laughs> if you tr- if you find very very technical uh, concepts that you have to di- dive deep to really understand hard, then that's C star. All right, Eric, I'm done with the cool questions. It's your turn. <laughs> I uh, I got nothing. <laughs> He's in vacation mode. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean seriously. <laughs> With an intellectual who craps inside his pants. How dare you? <laughs> I don't leave urine stains on all the household plants. Oh, he jokes. We- See, it's just like us, Christian. He we made a poop. on the road to Rhode Island. We're having the time of our lives. Um. Uh, frameworks have uh, you? They've they've become a part of using any sort of programming language or doing some sort of anything sophisticated with... I disagree on... Unless you're writing something really small, if you're making some... Oh, I disagree. If you're making an application, you have to use a framework. I disagree. You disagree. Are you only talking about Go? No, not even Go. go. I could... I know you could Steve Gibson it and write an assembler version of it and fit it on a floppy disk. I didn't go there, but... But Go, Go definitely, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. I would argue Python. But why? Depending on what you're doing. Go has a framework that... In, in no, Go kind of is about not so. having to use frameworks, and everything's got a rhyme and a reason in a set way. And so if you're going to do things in Go, like you're going to look it up, and someone's already done it that way, and like... Well, not even that. Like It, it is uh, very easy just that. using standard library to get a, a, a lot of things. And I'm not even saying like... But that's a framework. No, it's... It doesn't structure the way you're coding or impact you in any way. It's uh, just 
it just functions. It's technically it's a it's a library. Okay. It's a tool belt so that you don't have to rewrite. Now, goes concurrency. You could argue is a framework in the more abstract sense. It's part of the language, yes, but it's does the, the it does form a way of how you handle concurrency as opposed to uh, having like something like if you're just doing like C where you got POSIX threads and like that that would not be a framework. Although then you could argue that the OS is a framework. But... Right. Okay, well... Uh... I'm trying to- I'm trying to come up with a way that that make- what I said makes sense, because... At least on the- at least in web design, you have to- you're gonna- if you want to do anything sophisticated- sorry, web development. Sophisticated. You're gonna have to use... a framework. I ended up writing my own both front-end and back-end development frameworks for LAMP. And, uh... Those are- those aren't really... I mean, it was, I don't know, maybe I was five years too late to that, to that party. But, uh, it's interesting because before ES6 came along, my front-end framework figured out how to do that type of inheritance, classical inheritance, with the JavaScript prototype versus, uh, the regular prototypical inheritance in JavaScript. And this way you could say, like, you can have, like, a class node, and then you can say slideshow extends linked list extends node, something like that, or, like, hat contains nodes. And and then you could use standard instance of and type of operators in order to get it to check out. So, but then ES6 comes along, and it's none of it's necessary because it, it's all built in and much better. You could actually type it out. So... Well, you're commended for being ahead of the curve. Well, I might have actually been slightly behind the curve because if I had come out with it in like 2009 or 2010, I'm, I might have had a chance. You were but, almost doctor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these frameworks are created by people in their basements, and I, and I was one of those people. No, a lot of frameworks these days are created by companies. Sorry, teams of people in their basements. So. Yeah. Well, not always in their basements. More so. These days, it's more so in the yeah. work. No, even uh, more so on a campus somewhere in California where they uh, provide you with enough things that you never actually leave the office. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, the company town is coming back. The what? Company town. Yeah. Ooh. That's a thing from 100 years ago. But, uh, like, what if Facebook just paid you in credit card points, but then you could use those credit card points anywhere? But it wasn't money. I wouldn't do it. Unless they, like, just totally took over the world's economy. Well, financial companies are starting to encroach in banks. Apple is, uh... They, they have a... Apple Pay is doing really well. I had, I had some article that we skipped over about it. Um... Anyway. That's... Is Apple Pay a framework? I would say it is. I'd say that's a service. Well, you... Well, it's a service, it's but like if you interface a, with Apple Pay, probably got an API. Has an yeah, API. it's an API. I wouldn't call that a framework, though. No, I'm sure there's a library. That's a library. It doesn't okay. affect the way you write code. You just interact with it. Okay, so it has to affect the way you write code. Yep. I think that's the best. That's the best refined definition. That really is. Can't um, we think of any frameworks that buck that trend? I'm curious why you put emphasis on the word buck. <laughs> Because no. it sounds like, um, like it's very um, unopinionated as a framework. No, that, yeah, I guess mine was supposed to be. 
so much for well, that. It can be a well, that's why I had everything as an underscore because it was it could just it was so minimal. It could just be anything. It's that, beautiful. That doesn't. Yes. I'm not gonna start with this, but no. Yes. <laughs> you no. don't have to start with it. Just you're wrong, so it's fine. Let's see. Frame. Let's see. Knock, I can't think of on any. the front end. Knockout is very unintrusive. No. You have to. It's still. You still have still to write though. your code in that way. That's true. Um. It's think. an MVVM model view view model, which I'd say most front end frameworks typically are. Even though, did we we did talk about one way versus two way data binding? Actually, like uh, micro frameworks are rather unintrusive. Like you look at like Flask or what Express. What's a micro framework? Uh, these very small frameworks that provide a, a small job, like Express or Flask. Express just is like probably the closest service, to it. Where you're just really calling functions that are part of the framework, and then you uh, define uh, behavior to them. And in both cases, kind of more well, Flask is synchronous, but there are async versions like it, ah. uh, where then it becomes a callback, even though you are using function decorators in uh, Python. But both of them, you're just essentially defining functions. But still, they're allowing you to write code in a in a more natural in the natural way that you want to write work code. Work away from you, yeah, right. But so it does you, affect the way that you write it. It is up. So without it, you would have to May, express a it's little. It's close to a library. It's really close to a express library. a little. Actually, no. I would argue if you try to write an HTTP server from scratch in Node, you're going to be doing the same paradigm as Express. So it is a library. It is a micro framework where it's close to a library, but it is a framework in that it gives you this whole ecosystem around it. Okay. Micro framework is a term used to refer to minimalistic web application frameworks. It is contrasted with full stack frameworks. It lacks most of the functionality with which is common to expect in a full fledged web application framework, such as accounts, authentication, authorization, and roles, etc., database abstraction via an object relational mapping or ORM, input validation and input sanitization, or web templating engine. Typically, a micro-framework facilitates receiving an HTTP request, routing the request to the appropriate controller, dispatching the controller, and returning the response. They're often specifically designed for building the APIs for another service or application. For example, uh, the Lumen micro-framework is designed for microservices development and API development. There's uh, Scalatra for Scala. That's Sinatra, but Scala. <laughs> There's uh, Camping for Ruby. Sinatra for Ruby. Sinatra is what it's all based off of. Silex uh, for PHP. Based on Symphony. Oh, Symphony, of course, for PHP. But that's not a... Symphony is a full-fledged framework. So. I mean, we have such an abstract discussion. How else... Wh what direction do you want to take this in? I mean, we haven't been talking about. We could go into long. more of the architectures. Okay, I think. but I, they're I think all, we haven't really touched upon that. But I, are, they're all wildly different because frameworks encompass such a large piece yeah, of the pie. I, I think you can so compare and contrast. Uh, so all these frameworks they define themselves in a way that they have an architecture of some sort, whether it be MVC, MVVM, uh, no sharing SMP, or you have uh, to explain what each of these are. Yeah, sure. And then there's also um, no. So you should you should you should do that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm just listing a few though first, and then DDD is in domain driven design, which is more of a paradigm that then SNP takes SNP stands for um, single network protocol. No. 
SMP. SMP? Sarah Jessica Parker, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know um, what SMTP stands for, but... Uh, uh, systemic multiprocessing? Yes. Yes, ah. that is it. Symmetric multiprocessing, sorry. So, let's start off with... What is that? Uh, so that measure. that particular one, uh, th- uh, that is a term that I, I personally have come across with um, C star, where you are uh, at, you're not sharing uh, time. Like, so this is where something like Go would uh, contrast with C star, where uh, Go uses Go routines and they share time on the threads. C star has actual threads, so you have parallelism instead of con- just concurrency. And uh, with that, uh, you're not, uh, then saying uh, you have the, the system level multiprocessing going on. And the not sharing part is your messaging data across threads instead of having to like have access. The, the data exists in a, in a spot in memory. And uh, in your traditional like just threads with mute xlocks, uh, you have multiple threads accessing that, that same location in memory which can cause a lot of issues and makes things more complex. While messaging, while it copies data, which is not always as efficient, it does uh, make it easier to reason about where you're then sending data to another thread once the thread is done. Why would you use something like that over another form of, uh, I don't know, of architecture for a multiprocessor system? So I guess you can contrast it with, although similar... Multiple processes uh, that do single-threaded async IO. all computers are basically multiprocessor now. Yeah. Even your phone is at least... But not all software is. Right. But you're not really... But you're usually running more than one program at once, so... Right. But think of it as from the the respect of you're developing an application. Are you... Like, is your application going to be multiprocess? Or is it going to be single-threaded? Is it going to be... How would you make those decisions? So and get through these frameworks. And you gotta do, under, do you, you gotta understand uh, what your uh, problem you're trying to solve is. And then do you there. use these frameworks to kind of make those decisions for you? Or no, do you... no. Uh, I think it's be- best to understand what your problem is, and then uh, with a lot of these, uh, if you can do a very simple POC of like, if you're doing it for something networking, just do like an echo server. So you make a request, and you send that, the same request message gets sent back as the response. And then you can be like, if you're going for performance, which one performs better? For, so you can compare like C star to uh, multiple processes running single threaded, like libuv as another uh, framework to compare against, or like libdil or mil if you're trying to go for like go concurrency in C. Hmm. Okay. And you can compare and contrast the performance there uh, based on like a very simple POC, at which point then you decide. Okay, based on my uh, on my hard hardware and the architecture I'm running in, I I'm getting the best metrics using framework X, and that's why I choose X. Also, developer velocity and simplicity is uh, important, probably. So, if if you're working on something super technical and you feel that you need a requirement of something technical, go with the more technical one. But if you find something that's easy, like the BUV is actually pretty easy as far as programming in C goes. So. It's also, you mentioned something really important, which is building a proof of concept, and you can use that to evaluate the performance across different frameworks that do typically the same things. Yep. And that's something that arches across all of the different areas of software development. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to get some water. Do you guys want some water? 
Why don't you Why don't you talk for a minute, and or keep talking about frameworks? Okay. And I'll be right back. Okay. What's the most experimental framework you know? Experimental. Do you want me to put Interesting. Beatles back on. <laughs> You're fine. Um. Phoenix probably. What is that? So Phoenix is a Rails-like framework for um, Elixir, which is a Ruby-like language running on the Erlang VM. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> what? Any other any other interesting ones that are like less layers? <laughs> um, let's see. What's another interesting one? Um. Tokyo. Go on. It is an async IO framework for Rust. All right. Yeah. Why is it special? Uh, so Rust is a purely functional language with immutable data types. And so Tokyo then uh, applies async IO to traditional Rust programming. So similar to like how libuv works for C, you have Tokyo, which then provides all these async uh, functions that all of a sudden you're not dealing with just the OS of being like, oh, I got to deal with ePoll or KQ or... Uh, uh, what's the Windows thing? Blanking on it. Um, but uh, so it'll give you that. But then Tokyo goes a step further and says like, "Oh, because Rust ensures memory safety. Here's an HTTP server, and uh, here's like a TCP server. Here's a UDP server, and all these things. Well, those the, the last two are pretty simple, but the, the HTTP server and like um, you can do like a full message queue in it and." So it tries to be a whole ecosystem around it instead of just being like, here's a simple problem that I'm solving. Hmm. How often do you use Rust? Uh, just playing around with it. I have not found... I Part of it is because of the learning curve, it's really hard to argue introducing it into a company unless you have a bunch of neckbeards working for you. And really? Neckbeards, yeah. It's very tough to learn. It, it, it has a huge learning curve to the point where I am definitely willing to say I am at best novice with Rust. Wow, it's really not easy at all. Yeah. Why is it so tough or different? Uh, syntax is kind of dense. It's got a lot of just aspects to the language. Like standard library alone, it has a lot of things that you're dealing with very small pieces in some regards where you have these constructs around uh, memory, basically, to ensure memory safety. Mm -hmm. And when you're thinking about that low of a level thing, you're... It's maybe maybe Rust is like half a step above C on like how low level it'll get, which C is basically like half a step up from assembler in some ways. Huh. Okay. And so, so you get a whole step. Am I right to remember that I feel like the Rust compiler is very very strict? Yes. And Good that's probably why because try. it gives you all this freedom and protection of memory, but you have to do everything right. Yes. That makes sense. Yep. So. That's Rust in a nutshell. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like you guys had a very invigorating conversation. We yeah. got Rusty. Got Rusty. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Tyler, what frameworks do you use on a given day? Uh, mostly React and Lodash. No Redux. Redux. <laughs> yes, Redux. Okay, why don't you go through and explain what each of those are with the viable alternatives. If you don't oh, know. boy. Um, React is a fun one. Uh, made by Facebook. Competes with? 
God, you know what? Angular. It, really, it competes with Angular. And um, it competes with... Who's uh, Angular what's, made by? What's the other one? Who is Angular's Angular made, made by? by Google. Is it? And yes, it is. But it and runs Miguel. on... But it needs TypeScript made by Microsoft. Microsoft. <laughs> and, uh, That's and Angular 2, which is actually way more community-driven than Google-driven. Angular's up to, like, version 6 now. Wow. <laughs> and it and, competes uh, with... Uh, what's what's the other one? View. View, which is... Whoa, don't forget Ember. Ember, Knockout. <laughs> we we uh, forgot those. Durandal. Backbone. And, uh, and Durandal is jQuery plus Knockout plus Require.js. So it's a triple... It's a framework of frameworks. There was a really old one that became Ember. Um, Spring.js. <laughs> Probably that. Or anyway, Leaf. of many competitors, I think there might be the most web frameworks, front-end web frameworks in any other type of frameworks just because it's the hottest hottest right now yeah but react is special because um well everything is functional and it's forced to be functional and and what does that mean functional it means everything's a not just that it works function uh, just like it means but it also means well, that javascript is a functional programming language so no, it's not everything's not no javascript is a very flexible programming language it can be functional everything's an object under the hood mm. uh, but React enforces a functional paradigm, and uh, and and what that enables things to do is it enables um, really the server side rendering is the biggest kick there, and and uh, and that's part of the whole React pack. You don't have to have it, but if you set that up, then you can get um, you're you're basically not actually using the DOM. You're using a, a fake version of the DOM that you're serving to the DOM, which it interprets as a DOM Call. and uh, a virtual DOM. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, and what it'll end up doing is you'll server-side render, so you'll have a copy on the server side, and you'll have a copy of that virtual DOM on the client side, and you'll be able to but just take a difference of what the, the difference is and then update only the difference so that your app can be uh, lightning fast. Well, that's user. what a lot of these front-end frameworks do, is they kind of coagulate the changes together, and then they, only, and then they create a, a diff of them and update only what needs to be updated. Uh, Angular has Angular Universal, that does server-side rendering for them. And I'm not surprised. And uh, Angular is a very formidable competitor to React. Uh, I just don't think that we are in a world, uh, personally, that uses them that much. I know uh, that and Kid Vue is climbing closely. Angular all the time. Sorry? And Vue is climbing. Yes. And uh, that is largely because Facebook is not allowed. You write your front end every six weeks because yeah. you really kind of have to. There's more of these frameworks that are coming out all the time. And Vue is largely big because Facebook is not allowed in China, and Facebook makes React. But they're not going to allow you to use React? Does React actually report home to Facebook? It's fact. That's why Vue is so big in China. And it's that's part of the big foothold is because, yeah. Huh. Okay. Um... Six reasons to use view. Simplicity, flexibility, comprehensive documentation. These are, anyone can say this. Can be used for simple and complex applications. Oh, and transition effects. Ooh. There you go. You can do that in uh, React. So well, You can do that in JavaScript. You can do that in CSS. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess you, you, you need to make sure. You've actually been able to do page transitions for about 20 years now. It's nothing new. Yeah. But, that's another story. But I guess if you want to make your whole framework about that in 2018, 
Well, it's an added bonus. Christian, what are you doing? Totally not trying to DDoS you. Why would you be doing that? <laughs> so I'll laugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is company property here. You can't. Laugh. <laughs> well, then I can. Then you shouldn't be DDoSing me personally. Eric's whole room is his company property. Yeah. That's actually that's very illegal, Christian, for you to be doing that. Technically, that your that computer shouldn't be allowed oh. inside here. So I get to go. I get to testify in small claims court on behalf of both you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to cut you in half, Tyler. <laughs> Which side of Tyler's story I, I get, do you believe? I, I get Tyler on come the here, weekends. Come here, Tyler. Come here, Tyler. Come over to me. Come here, boy. Come on. Come on. You, you, you know come I on. can buy you your know love. You like me more. Oh. You know. You know you like me more. You guys need better snacks than that. Oh, damn it. Okay. Well. Uh, look, I just, are you, what are you, seriously, are you doing that? No. What are you doing? Not at the moment. At least. No, I gave up now that you asked. Yeah, exactly. Let's go back to vacation mode. <laughs> I'm going to be so happy when we're done with this show. Like a masochist in Newport. We're Rhode Island bound. Yeah. Crazy travel conditions, huh? First class and new class. Whoa, careful with that joke. It's an antique. <laughs> we're off on the road to Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, how much more do we have to talk about? We're done. Christian? Uh, I mean, we could be yeah, pretty well covered here. Um, what do you want to do next? It. We should spend, we should go deeper into some of these frameworks. Middle okay. compression. Why don't we give a good... E <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Eric doesn't even get it. <laughs> um, I guess we could give a... Concrete example of each architecture that we mentioned would be good. Uh, I would say like Rails is MVC. That's probably the most obvious one. Where they, uh, uses Active Directory for its model, it uses Active View for its controller, and Active Controller for its controller. <laughs> Sounds very active. Yeah, and the same Active Directory as Microsoft's Active Directory. Did I say Active Directory? You did. Actually, mm -hmm. that is correct, but it's not that one. <laughs> I wow. forgot that. <laughs> no, what? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well then, next week on Power Quest. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, we can, we can keep talking about frameworks forever. That's the problem. Yep. I don't know. So next week we'll get slightly deeper into the circle of software development. And uh, I don't really have an ending story uh, for tonight. So why don't we watch the network version of The Sopranos? Um... Because what is it? Forget about it. That no. cartoon. And now, for the first Since time on network on television, the PAX Network proudly presents the syndicated television Oops. debut of The Sopranos. <laughs> this program has been edited for content. Wait a second. How about we say <laughs> we say good night first. Christian, do you approve of this week's Polar Quest? Looks good to me. Tyler, how about you? Oh, yeah. How about our wonderful studio audience? <laughs> Great. Well, then let's all hit merge. And we'll see you next week, hopefully, right here on Polar Quest. This has been a Pneumonium production. The views and opinions expressed on Pull Request do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries.
This week's theme music provided by Volpec. Visit them at V-U-L-F-P-E-C-K dot com.